And besides that, I also used, uh, I really liked that the app was uh, so easy to use uh, that I can quickly access the questions whenever I have time. And uh, I can listen to, also I listen to audio uh, lectures uh, many times. Welcome to episode 43 of the CPA Exam Experience Podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Natalia. Natalia is a Superfast CPA customer, and she is now a CPA. And in Natalia's story, she was a, well, not a stay-at-home mom completely because she was working full-time, but she had three kids and her job, and I think for, for most of her or possibly even her entire study process, she had a, uh, one of her kids was less than a year old. So that's, those are some very challenging circumstances. And I think as she said in the interview, the only time she really had to study was during her, uh, during her youngest kid's uh, nap. So just a couple hours a day in general. So because of that, she used our study tools on the app on her phone constantly, as you'll hear her talk about. So three things to listen for in this interview with Natalia. First, she talks about using flashcards and how the idea of taking a concept and instead of just reading an explanation and thinking, okay, yeah, I understand that and moving on, really uh, taking the time to explain that back to yourself until you understand it, writing things down in your own words. She just talks about the process of flashcards and how much that helped her. And then the second thing would be the mini sessions. Again, she had very difficult circumstances in which to find time to study, especially dedicated study time sitting in front of her review course. She only had about two hours a day, it sounds like. And so she would do her main study sessions. But then she also, she listened to our audios a lot. She took the quizzes a lot. She would read the notes a lot. And, you know, that that obviously is going to pay off any extra exposure you can get to the material outside of your main study session, especially when it's a consistent, you know, two to three hours a day that is going to have a major payoff on exam day. And then the third thing which she describes is her approach to the simulations. So how to prepare for sims is one of the most common questions that I get emails about and person after person on these interviews. Now, keep in mind, I'm talking, I'm referring to, you know, successful CPA candidates that went from, you know, starting the study process to by the end, once they'd passed their four sections, you know, that would be an experienced uh, opinion on the CPA study process. And if you've listened to many of these interviews, person after person will talk about how as their approach evolved and they got better at or understood the study process as far as what was effective and what wasn't as effective, they all essentially describe spending less and less time on the practice simulations. And that might sound counterintuitive, but there's several reasons for that. And we won't get into all that here, but if you have not yet, the best place for you to start to get a big overview of all these things I'm always referring to as far as our study process and what we teach our clients and customers, that would be to attend one of our free one hour trainings where we will walk you through the perfect two hour study session. So on work days or weekdays, you only need to spend two hours with your main review course going through new lessons. And we describe what that two hours consists of on these free trainings. And then as well, 
we also paint the picture, so to speak, of the six pillars or the six key ingredients that every successful study process needs to have. So to register for one of these free one-hour trainings, you can go to our main site at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage. Or you can just text the word PASSNOW as one word to 44222 and we will send you back a link to register for the training. These trainings, it's one hour that will honestly save you months and months of time from having to figure this stuff out on your own. Even if you you know, aren't interested in our products or anything or, or our course, just this one hour training will be extremely helpful and very eye-opening to you and you will see the study process itself in a much different light. So go to our homepage, choose an upcoming time where you can just sit for the hour and actually pay attention because it will be incredibly beneficial to you just to hear the ideas or the six key ingredients of every successful study process. So all that being said, let's get into the interview with Natalia. Yeah, so uh, where, where are you located? Your Eastern uh, time? Uh, yes, I am in uh, New York uh, State, not too far from New York City, like 40 minutes drive. Cool. How long have you lived there? Um, I lived in this county and the other county, but in total 15 years by now. Oh, wow. Yeah. And have you been working in accounting kind of that whole time? Or did you kind of switch careers? Uh, not really. I mean, my uh, I'm from Russia originally, as I uh-huh. said, and uh, I've got my education in accounting, uh, bachelor in accounting, uh, quite a while ago when I was back in Russia, and then I moved here to work just for one year. That was a plan, mm-hmm. but then during the one year, the things changed, and uh, eventually I'm here already, 15 years, and I got married and. Uh, I have three kids, and uh, originally when I came here, I was working in the accounting department, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, then uh, once I got married and I had children, uh, it's uh, in Russia it's pretty different than it's here in U.S. that we stay um, usually with kids minimum one year you stay with child at home, uh, and uh, most people stay three years because uh, uh, in Russia uh, this uh, this time is paid and you don't lose actually your position in the company during those three years anyway this is a wow. kind of system yeah <laughs> but, three uh, years three years yeah for three years so wow. uh, and uh, uh, i wasn't aware so much of the system in us uh, so and basically that was also my my choice that i wanted to stay with kids so since i have three so i stayed for 10 years at home Mm, and uh, uh, yeah and during the time i was uh, kind of thinking that how i want to move forward uh, in terms of my career so um, i heard from a few of my friends uh, being cpas and it sounded good to me and since i have accounting background i thought uh, why not um, and i decided to try and um, initially cpa exam of course it was like um, unreachable dream for me you know yeah. i thought i thought i can i just cannot do it because english being my second language and uh, you know i don't know much about uh, the, the way the system goes here in us i thought it would be very challenging but uh, i kind of was inspired by the example of one my friend uh, she is uh, japanese national and even she doesn't have an accounting background but she was able to pass uh, the exam and i thought 
if she could do it, why not? I will yeah. try. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so how did the, did you have to go back and do a master's or do some classes to fulfill the requirements? How did that work? Uh, yeah, so uh, when I did my initial research, I thought that, uh, yes, first I need to do my master's. This was like my, my conclusion. So I started the master's program in the University of South Dakota. I studied uh, entirely online because I was a mm -hmm. stay-at-home mom. And uh, uh, when I was like halfway through the program, um, actually again from this, my friend, I learned that maybe I don't need to wait till I complete the program to be qualified for the exam. So I decided to try and submitted my documents for evaluation and I did actually qualify. So at that point, my education was evaluated as uh, like my Russian education is five years. We, we don't study four years, we study five years. So it's kind of higher than bachelor, but it's less than you would say master degree here. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't say officially master degree, but uh, my evaluation from NASBA said that it is a one year master degree. So with that, I decided to stop the study in University of South Dakota. And then I just uh, focused on the preparation for CPA exam. Okay. And uh, just real quick, what are you in public accounting or do you work as an accountant for a company? What, what's kind of your position now? Uh, yeah, so once I completed the exam, uh, first I worked in the uh, accounting comp company in the accounts receivable department, and uh, but I wanted to get uh, qualified to get my CPA license uh, eventually, mm -hmm. so I switched jobs actually just before the quarantine started, and uh, I'm now working in a local CPA firm. Okay, cool. Mostly in audit or tax? Uh, tax. tax. Okay. They're doing individual and small business taxes. And okay. I'm learning every day because I don't know much and I'm learning a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really, that's just kind of the job is it's not knowing all the ins and outs. It's just proving that you know how to research something and find the answers. That's really what right. a CPA does, I think. Right. Right. So let's go back to, so when you started studying, how did, how did you start in the beginning? Did you get a review course and just start watching the lessons? Like what were you doing in the very beginning to study? Uh, yeah. So first what I did, I did my research on review courses available and uh, like uh, to, to narrow down, I had the choice between Becker and Roger CPA review. And I gave a trial to both and uh, I preferred Roger CPA review because just because of the fact that, you know, all the amount of material is so huge and mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, overwhelming. And just the way that uh, Roger was presenting the lectures looked kind of attractive to me. And yeah. I decided to give it a try. And um, uh, actually, at that time, also, for the first time, I uh, came across uh, uh, one YouTube video that was advertising, advertising Superfast CPA. Okay. And uh, one uh, young girl there, she was sharing how she uh, she was working in public accounting, like one of big four, and she was in the middle of tax season. And uh, uh, she was preparing, I don't remember which exam far, I think it was far. And uh, uh, she used the only your notes because she didn't have time for anything else. And she, mm -hmm. she couldn't, I mean, it, it was a very, a very uh, short time that she had to prepare. And uh, the, the, she took the video on the day she got the scores that she actually passed by using your notes. So I thought it's so great, but maybe for me, it will not be enough. You know? So yeah. Yeah. 
So I decided to get the, the I mean, longer course. And this is what I did. So you kind of had our package from the beginning of your study process? Uh, no, uh, actually, no. How I came to it, I mean, I saw the, 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 the uh, video at the time, but since I saw that I'm not so courageous and I need like more detailed course. So that's why I started with Roger and I went through uh, my first two exams. Uh, I passed them, uh, but there was one point that uh, uh, in the, my main course, uh, there was like like usual, right? All the video lectures and then practice uh, questions and themes and so on. And in the end, I could access Scrum course. Okay. And uh, I really like the Scrum course because it puts the thing in perspective and the lectures are short and concise and even the notes are very clear and it kind of creates very good framework in your mind. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought while Python, I mean, studying and passing those two exams that it would be so great to have this kind of framework at the beginning, not at the end. Yeah. But because the access to the CRAM course was limited, it was only for, I don't know, I don't remember exactly now, two weeks or three weeks. Uh, so I couldn't start with it because I took a long time to prepare for each section, uh, like uh, four months on average. So, so I, I when, hold, hold on. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't let you access the, the cram part whenever you want. It like unlocks it only if you go through the main study portion or how does that work? No, you can unlock it at any time, but you can oh. have access for like for two weeks or three weeks. I don't remember exactly. Oh, once you start uh, yes, the cram course, started. it's only right. for a few weeks. Yes, yes. So huh. that's that's why I was like, um, uh, you know, that I want to have it in the beginning, but yeah. I I saved it for the end so that I can review the material. Yeah. You know? So, uh, and that's why I remembered about uh, that uh, advertisement, I mean, that uh, video that I saw on YouTube about Superfast CPA, and I thought, why not? You know, I will try. And uh, especially I checked and uh, that you offer the option to buy the course only for two parts, and it Mm -hmm. was uh, very affordable. So I decided to give it a try. And, uh, you know, really it's uh, helped me a lot. Um, to change my study strategy because okay. if, yeah. <laughs> because if you look at uh, my um, books uh, the first two exams that I studied and then you will see that uh, almost everything there is highlighted yeah. highlighted <laughs> highlighted highlighted you know uh, but uh, once I, I learned from you and I really used available tips um, I believe that my study process became much more efficient Okay. So you, so you got the, uh, like the review notes and the audios and everything, but you also went in and watched the strategy videos. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so what were your big, uh, what were your big shifts or what did you change specifically about how you studied after that? Uh, the main change was that uh, I started to, uh, I mean, each my, my each study session started with a short review. Uh, I included like uh, in the beginning five, then up to maximum 15 questions on previous sections okay. before I go on to study new material. And uh, it really helped me to retain the material. And uh, yeah. when I'm coming towards the end, to feel more confident that I still know what was there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
And besides that, I also used, uh, I really liked that the app was uh, so easy to use uh, that I can quickly access the questions whenever I have time. And uh, I can listen to, also I listen to audio uh, lectures uh, many times, especially with uh, a regulation exam, because okay. uh, uh, in my master course, I didn't come to the uh, class on taxes. So I, I didn't have knowledge of U.S. tax law at all. Oh, okay. So I had to study it from from scratch. You know? yeah. So I, I really put emphasis on this, and I wanted to repeat the lectures many, many times, and this was just uh, really what I needed. And so would you listen to them when you were in your car or just whenever you had the chance, basically? Yes, whenever I had a chance, and basically like being mom with kids at home is only while cooking or while doing my laundry or Sometimes in the groceries, you know, yeah. so during this kind of times. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what did your, uh, were you working at that point? Like what, what did a full day of studying look like for you? When did you yeah. do your main um, session and then doing mm-hmm. the little, like the mini sessions with our app throughout the day? What was like a full day of studying for you? Uh, I did mini sessions with uh, your app, like anytime I could have a chance. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, I had basically only two, maybe two and a half, maximum three hours a day to study. Because yeah. uh, when I started to study for my CPA exam, my youngest son was 10 months old. And uh, so my only time to study was during his nap. So, it's, <laughs> uh, so the time was regulated by him. Either it's yeah. two hours or two and a half or three hours. So as soon as he wakes up, I cannot continue anymore. Mm-hmm. So... And uh, this was uh, this is how I started. That I uh, usually just watched video lectures, and uh, then I did my short review uh, quiz, and then main uh, material uh, quiz. And uh, also the important part that I learned from your strategy, I started to make my own flashcards with quiz. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this was really also very important because uh, uh, I uh, made it a rule for myself that uh, whenever I get a question wrong, I, I stop and I go to make my uh, Quizlet card uh, so that, that I understand why it's wrong and then uh, I have a chance to review it whenever I review this, this chapter or section or I can go back. And uh, it really it helped to retain the the like uh, like small points, but mm-hmm. it's actually important to understand uh, because if you don't understand this, then you might miss it in any other theme or any other multiple question, any other variation. So. Right. Yeah, I think that is a huge, or not just huge. I think it's like a crucial step that uh, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't have to be flashcards, but people need to take the time to write out things that they miss, you know, for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. based on their background or classes they had, but you're, you're kind of making just a, uh, you're, you're kind of documenting as you go, the things that you personally struggle with or Mm -hmm. keep missing for whatever reason. And yeah, that, that for me as well was, was one of the biggest things that I just started doing was making flashcards. That's why I tell everybody, you have to be doing that, whether it's flashcards or writing notes, mm-hmm. uh, writing it out in your own words is just like a crucial step. Yeah. So how did you use those flashcards? Would you review them the last few days before an exam or would you look at them at night or how did you review your own flashcards you were making? 
uh, I usually like accumulated them for section and when I was done with one topic, with one section, then I would go back and look through all flashcards. And okay. then I go to the next topic and then when I'm done with this one, I review both uh, flashcards, like accumulating. You know, in, uh, so towards the end, I would review all of my flashcards on all topics. Yeah, it, okay. it really helped. And also I was making uh, my own notes uh, because first two exams, uh, when I studied, I didn't make much of my own notes. I would listen to the lectures and basically focused on the textbook, highlighting everything in the textbook. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used my notebook pretty much for practice only, uh, for questions and for themes. But, uh, yeah, once, once I learned your strategy, then I started to take notes while listening to video lectures. And uh, um, it, it's also, I think, this process of writing with your own hand what's important. It helps mm -hmm. to retain the material. I think so. What about your, or how did you use practice sims in your process? Or how did you prepare for the simulations? Um, yeah, good question. Uh, in the beginning, when I studied for the first two exams, when I didn't know about your strategy, I was uh, worried about simulations because when I took my practice exams with my review course, then many times I would, this is where I would get them wrong, you know, and I missed mm -hmm. some points and uh, some were very difficult and I would go back and I walk through them again and really try to kind of make sure that I know how to answer. But uh, once I knew your strategy, I kind of switched my focus to multiple choice questions instead of uh, themes. And I was not worried about them too, too much, not as before. And uh, uh, actually it turned out on the real exams that I did better. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, so many people have, uh, Yeah, I mean, and we do in, in those training videos, you know, there's kind of two parts to the Sims. You have to go through enough practice Sims where you're familiar with the structure and what they look like and how to fill them out. But then it's more important that you know the underlying concepts versus mm -hmm. just filling out a million practice simulations because they're going to be so different on test day. You can't really prepare in that way. But uh, a lot of people mention that, that they spend, they spent a lot less time on practice simulations specifically. And so going, going back, what were your first two sections? Like which, what order did you take them in? Uh, first I took FAR and second was audit and uh, okay. uh, regulation was uh, third one and the last one was BEC. Okay. Okay. So you, yeah. So you did the big one just uh, kind of the normal way you did far that yes. way. Yes. The normal way. And that's why I was, you know, when I was taking real exam, I was sure I failed because, <laughs> you know, no way that I could pass. And I, towards the end of the exam, I thought to myself, well, it's just like a game. Okay. I just uh, try whatever it, it uh, comes out, uh, you know, at this point doesn't matter because, uh, you know, first of all, you're so overwhelmed and tired, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, I was running out of time and uh, my last uh, testlet, I had a couple of scenes where I even didn't have time to look at the exhibits provided. So mm. I just looked at the choices and whatever looked better to me, I just took the best educated guess and that's all. And then it was difficult because once I, I uh, took the exam and I was sure I failed, but I was kind of hesitating 
And then uh, I got uh, this uh, score was released, and uh, it was Christmas gift because it was just before Christmas. And oh, then I nice. got nine. Yeah, I got ninety, and I was like, "What? It's no, no way it's possible." Because, oh, you got a ninety? <laughs> oh, wow! Yeah, so I was like. I don't know how it's possible, you know. Every time I got my score, I was surprised that because it feels so bad <laughs> during the exam. Yeah. Yeah, that um, actually somehow it came out. And um, But I wanted to share one point about uh, my last exam, BEC, because I took time. I mean, I was kind of slow. My case was not the fast case of passing CP exam. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't fail a section. I passed all sections on the first try, but I took time to prepare. So it took me like four months on average to prepare for each section. And when I came to BEC, it was already like my book was... Uh, um, I don't say outdated, but um, a little bit some outdated yeah. because it was a lot of time passed. And uh, I saw when I was watching video lectures that uh, the, the material doesn't correspond. You know, video lectures are updated and my textbook is mm, kind of has some differences. So I really stopped focusing on the textbook and I was focusing on video lectures only, taking my own notes and diagrams and uh, only going to textbook for some topics that uh, I needed some additional explanation. And uh, I thought that, uh, well, I have this and I have super fast CPA notes and I will try, but I was really worried how it will go, but it actually went well. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. When you, on your last two sections, when you started focusing more on multiple choice, uh, then on test day, did you get through the exam faster and have more time for the sims at the end like did it make the multiple choice easier on test day for you i would say that uh, in terms of time management i was pretty good on on all of the exams because i made a point for me to keep the time no matter what i know or i don't know but yeah. uh, i would say that for those last two sections when i i had uh, my super fast cpa help and uh, uh knowledge I felt more confident going through the questions. So I wouldn't kind of be nervous that, or maybe I should go back and change my mm -hmm. answer. You know, I would just go in steadily forward and, uh, yeah, keeping on time. Basically. And what, what were you aiming for just to get done with the multiple choice? Like, did you have timelines in mind on, on exam yes. day? Uh, yes. Yes. I always had timelines, uh, in mind, uh, and it's, so I don't remember now exact minutes right. because it was a yeah. while ago, but it was like, uh, uh, I remember that when I was uh, at two hours, at the, when there is mandatory break to take, that I should be done with a, a multiple choice, uh, two testlets and uh, seems one testlet, uh, and then I take my break and then keep exactly two hours for, uh, for remaining testlets. And uh, also for BEC, I kind of uh, modified a little bit this timeline because uh, English is my second language. And mm -hmm. I was really worried about uh, written communications, maybe the easiest part for everyone, but not for me. So, because for me, it was challenging to write business yeah. type essay in 15 minutes, you know, when I can't even, I don't know if I will have time to to 
proofread even whatever they right, write. Right. And, and uh, yeah, so I made the point to keep, uh, uh, to give myself more time for those communications. So I tried to go faster through the previous testlet so that I have one hour remaining for written communications only. And even with that, I barely made it. Uh, my last essay, I remember that I, I couldn't even check what did I write. I wrote something and that's <laughs> all and I had to submit. Yeah. Right, so, but it, uh, it worked out somehow. Nice. That's awesome. What did you do for, how did you treat a final review or like the, the last few days before an exam? What, what would you do in those last few days? Uh, yeah, so uh, I used my cram course, like I said, I would listen and then uh, I, w- I would finish like uh, maybe two days before the ex- actual exam and my last two days would just only going uh, through my own notes and through uh, flashcards that I made and uh, um, making uh, like uh, practicing those questions that I missed uh, and uh, kind of feeling confident and the last day only going through the notes uh, and listening uh, to audio lectures like uh, Superfast CPA uh, audio mm-hmm. lectures on the topics which were challenging for me which I knew that I had to reinforce you know that kind of I remember for especially for regulation that I would listen over and over on tax lectures and especially um, I, you know like uh, topics that were difficult for me cool on reg just out of curiosity the the sims on test day how did you feel those were in difficulty did you see some that you just had no idea how to do or once you saw them were and kind of read through them were you able to work through those how did you feel about the sims on test day for reg uh, yeah, I've, so I got a few sims that they had no idea what they were talking about. And then I chose some random answers. Uh, but uh, when it was the last testlet, I actually had a bit of time uh, remaining in the end. And I, I thought to myself, why don't I go back and uh, review? And there is a tab for authoritative literature. Mm-hmm. So I used this time to go there and to just look up what what should be the rule yeah. on this topic. And uh, actually, it helped me to change the answers. I didn't okay. kind of expect, you know, that, that I will do that. But uh, I was able to find the answer and change the answer with to the one which made more sense to me. Of course, I don't know if it was correct or not, but at least I had time to do that. That's, that's a good tip actually. Cause if, yeah, if you, uh, if you save time and you're otherwise done, especially Mm -hmm. for something like reg, Mm -hmm. cause I get asked a lot, people say, well, don't you have access to the authoritative literature on test day? Mm -hmm. And I'll say, well, yes, you do, but you, I wouldn't plan on relying on that because it's pretty difficult to look, Mm -hmm. look Mm -hmm. stuff up, Mm -hmm. but that is a good point. Like if you've otherwise filled everything out, it wouldn't hurt if you have extra time to then at that point, use the authoritative literature to try and, you know, see if you can find something specifically, but, but yeah, in general, I tell people don't plan on going, opening the Sims and trying to read through the literature to find answers. That's, it's not going to work like that. Uh, yeah, surely not. It's not going to yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, yeah, so we've kind of gone through everything. Just tell me about how you felt when you got your fourth passing score. You know, from the beginning, you said, you know, 
you didn't view it as this impossible thing, but it was a big deal to you in the beginning, yeah. you know, and yeah. now you're all done. Like, how did it feel to get your fourth passing score? Yeah, it was an amazing day. <laughs> yeah. I remember, because especially my, my last exam for BAC, I got my highest score and I, I really didn't expect, you know, because I think it's the, that using super fast CPA notes really boosted my scores. Uh, I had uh, 94 FAR and I had 89 for audit and then I got 94 for uh, regulation, which I was, you know, I was totally surprised because with wow. me learning tax law from scratch, you know, yeah, I that's... It, yeah it's only thanks to this repetitive repetitive studies and that this material got stuck in my head you know mm-hmm. because of listening all the time and uh, uh the last uh, score for bc was 95 so it was a day of celebration <laughs> those are high scores <laughs> yeah thank you yeah, yeah but they, but you really helped me because I, I used to <laughs> yeah, happy to help that's way yeah. higher than i scored so <laughs> i was but you like did it much faster <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, that's, that's cool. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad this stuff could help. So the last thing I ask people is even if it's something we've already talked about, what would you say your top two or three tips are for people that are currently studying? Uh, I would say uh, the top tip is consistency. Uh, that you should uh, develop your schedule that works for you, how you study, what time of the day do you study, and how many hours you can allocate to the study, and stick to your schedule. Um, I had this uh, kind of calendar uh, with the days where I was marking that uh, how many hours I studied each day, and it was... uh, kind of motivating me in some way that I would see with each day, you know, how much time I invested and uh, I wanted to keep going and I wanted to be done with it. And uh, even my pace was slow, but uh, I told myself that slowly but surely just keep going, just keep going. So don't give up and keep consistency. And also um, that uh, it looks overwhelming, but if you have good system, and especially uh, this point that Superfast CPA gives you, uh, creating like a framework, like uh, I would, I don't know if it's understandable, I would say like skeleton in my mind, Mm -hmm. which you build first, and then you fill up those spots with with actual material, that it really helps. And then when you have the system, uh, you will feel much more confident on the exam day. This what I I kind of learned and made this kind of conclusion. Yeah, I like that. I that is basically kind of our approach in a nutshell. Is you know you go through the material the first time. You're not trying to master it the first time you do a lesson because you'll go through so many lessons you're going to forget all that stuff if that's how you're doing it. You go through each day is dedicated. You know you have a almost an equal time dedicated to reviewing everything over and over. Like you said, that's the point of our notes and audios, listening to those, reading those constantly, doing the little quizzes. And it just, each section, you just build on it instead of trying to master each one, you know, and then not looking at it again. So yeah, yeah I, I like that. Okay. Well, yeah, we, that was, we kind of went through everything. So I appreciate you taking the time to do this. That was just really helpful. And also congratulations on being done. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help also. And uh, I wish that uh, many more people would learn about your course and uh, (laughs) would be done with with their studies uh, faster and more efficient. So that was the interview with Natalia. And again, the three things that I thought were 
I mean, obviously she, she explained basically the study process from start to finish. We kind of hit on all areas of the study process, but specifically her mentioning or reinforcing the idea that you have to have some form of writing challenging concepts out in your own words. So whatever your background is, whatever the topics are that you personally struggle with, struggle to understand or to remember, or that you just for some reason continually miss questions on, those are the things that you need to stop and take a few minutes and explain it back to yourself out loud. Once your explanation is making sense and you get it or it clicks for you, then you write your explanation out either on paper in just note format or I would say ideally in uh, flashcards. The second thing was just how she described how helpful the idea of mini sessions were. Whenever you have downtime, not even just downtime, the thing is with our phones, we find opportunities constantly all day to look at our phones for, you know, 30 seconds to three to five minutes at a time. When you're walking across the office, sitting on the couch for a few minutes, eating a snack, I mean, whatever, we just pull out our phone by default. So the whole idea with mini sessions is very simple and very effective if you can just mentally make the switch, switch out all your favorite time waster apps for a few months and replace those with taking quizzes on the app or reading review notes when you're preparing meals, getting ready in the morning, whenever you're in your car, be listening to the audio notes. When you're adding that much extra exposure in addition to your main study sessions, that will obviously just have a huge effect on test day. And the third thing being her approach to the simulations, which was really less of an approach or less time and effort spent on the simulations specifically and putting more time into these other study methods that were just more effective overall. So I hope you found this interview helpful. If you did, please take a second, find the podcast in your podcast app, leave a rating and a review, and then the main thing would be to share it with someone that you know that's working on their CPA exams. These interviews are the most helpful free resource anywhere available for people that are trying to figure out their own CPA study process. So thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.